flying. I'm flying. Or is this guy really that good? Okay, one. Wow! Two. Wednesday, Peril peeps. <laughs> How the heck are you, Steve? Groovy. Groovy. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're missing one, one of ours, one and only. Deweese is a little bit under the weather this week, so she's taking uh, the night off. So, but she's that's says why I don't kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Deweese, shame on you. All right. So what I you been up with Randy? <laughs> what you been up to? Not a lot. No. Been flying since you've been back from endless foot drag? No. No. I'm not even okay. unpacked. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I don't even know why I unpack anymore cuz like literally I'll go on a trip I'm like and I don't fully unpack. I'm like I I got to grab these two totes. In my wing and stuff. All right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You had a good time though. Oh yeah, uh, endless foot drags like one of my favorite fly-ins, and I thought it was going to be lame because well, one, it was supposed to be a blowout all week. You know, gas prices were high, so it was a lower turnout. But all my favorite people still showed up. Good. And uh, it. Turned out to be flyable every day. I got a 
help out in the hangar and I I had way more fun than what I thought I was going to and actually I think I had more fun there than almost any other flying I've been to this year so yeah it was a blast it was and it was some good flying too when I went up it was perfectly smooth and got to screw around quite a bit yeah I was pouting because I just didn't have the heart to try to ask off after being at school for a week and then taking a week off, but I would have loved to. So maybe one of these years we'll get down there. Anyway, I want to quick say hi to everybody in the chat. Susan Ray, um, she's with Aurora PPG and DP is in the house for a change. Welcome DP. Travis DuPont, Shane's Planet Shane, Heather Kent, and Clark's Video, and my one and only Eric PPG Lear is in the house, and Randy Milstead and Dewey are watching, John Wayne, Bill H., Daniel Williamson, Linda Anderson, and seeing if... Anybody else is in here right now? Looks like we got, got a new gal, Heather Kent. I know. That's I, I recognize awesome. the name from the Facebook groups. I don't know if she flies yet, but if she doesn't. Oh, She's awesome. going to. Yeah. And then we're going to have her on. Yep. We'll get her in here. And DP, no, my hair is just up. No, no do. Just felt lazy today. That All is right. a bedroom hairstyle. <laughs> So you no, gotta no. have bandanas. I'll I'll send you one. I know. I'm just too hot right now for it. It's like I, the post I put on there today. It's like you leave the house with a sweater on, and then you dread it by the afternoon because it's cold in the morning and blazing warm in the afternoon here. All right. So one thing I want to touch base with you guys off first is um, Aurora PPG um, is headed by Susan Ray. We all know Susan. And she started this in their mission. I'm going to read this to you. Um, you can go to aurorapg.org um, to learn more yourself. Um, you can get some swag there to help out. The mission is to increase the participation of women and girls in the sport of powered paragliding through experience, education, training, and community with the focus on its use in overcoming past trauma. So we're trying to help out women um, get into this sport, uh, through some training. So, um, Susan decided that she would like to, um, have us give away some, um, of her swag tonight. So she's got some stickers that she wants to give away and I'll throw out a couple stickers that I have still of the old ones before I start designing some new ones. If you guys are interested and, um, Wendy Weaver uh, with Weaver Wireless. She's hunkered down uh, in the middle of the hurricane right now down in Florida. Our prayers go out to her and everybody else down in Florida. She's uh, also said that she's willing to throw in a, I don't know what it's called. I'll pull it up later, but it's like a charger. Um, you can lay your phone down on, on it and it's like a portable charging device. So for a bunch of different things. So I have the spinny wheel um, already collecting names, so let's do one right now, right before we oh, get the. I just our realized, like I'm extremely inappropriately dressed. Oh Ugh. my goodness! 
there now i got my nirvana shirt on okay we can resume <laughs> sorry about that sorry oh Just my goodness noticed. okay all right nirvana calm down steve okay let's see if i can figure this spinny spinny wheel out oh boy did it show up <laughs> nope Hold that thought. I can't hold thoughts. You know this. Okay. Squirrel. We're just going to invite our guest in right now until I can figure out how to share this spinny wheel. So let's invite Aaron I into the show. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Steve. Aaron. Steve. Aaron. Buddy. So where are you at? Uh, I live in Potosi, Missouri. It's uh, about 65 miles south of St. Louis. Okay. What kind of weather do you have down there right now? Uh, it's getting chilly. Uh, low 70s. By the time it's ready to fly, it's low 60s. That's perfect. Yeah. It's, it's getting pretty chilly for me. It's about time to leave. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um, so what, what do you fly? Uh, right now, I got a Rebel 2 RS. Paraswag sells them. And uh, I fly a 25.5 Universal. Okay. I'm probably like 20% overloaded on it. It's a little spicier than the Universal should be, probably. But hmm. And you're foot launching, right? Yeah. Okay. Like a boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sticking the motor out like a boss too. <laughs> you did what? Oh, I ran out of gas once at EFD, and then another time my vent cap, I had replaced it with my chainsaw vent cap, or my uh, gas cap, and it lasted about an hour before I ran out of gas with the full tank. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the king of engine outs. Yeah. It was funny because I had just landed, and I saw one of our friends uh shuffle him back to the field he's in the back of a truck with a motor i was like he had an engine out again <laughs> adds to the, the spice of life <laughs> all right sorry i haven't been looking to see if there's any questions um so what's your so you you were just at endless foot drag also right how did how did that go for you? Oh, it was awesome. I had uh, about five flights, which matches my first year. Last year, I only got about two, I think, there. So, really, the weather was way better than last year, and less people showed up, but that's on them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Everything went well down there for, for the fly-in? Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Good. Um, how many people did they... Did they say how many they had down there, pilots, registered pilots? I think it was like 125 last time I heard. They okay. might have yeah. got another like one or two. 150 that. maybe. Yeah. When it's usually like 300. It's usually the same size as like bad apples, but people yeah, thought the first it was year we had, went, we had like made the record and then we beat that at bad apples. And then the past two years, it's just really, it's about cut in half. Hmm. 
Why why do you think that is? Is it the gas prices and stuff and probably and weather yeah. forecast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was it was really raining last year. Last year it did? Yeah, and then this year it was just blown out every day. As if you looked at windy or any other weather source you weren't going to fly, but if you were there it's fine. Yeah. So how many fly-ins have you been to so far? Oh, heck, I don't know. A lot. A lot? Yeah. EFT, Salton, uh, we usually cut into Glamis. It's not like an official thing or anything, but after that, we'll go to the Flying Circus. Uh, last year, we had stopped and talked to Anthony Vela mm-hmm. on the way back from the circus. This year, I broke down for a week in a Bureau of Land Management camp with a bunch of hippies. <laughs> and had to have a tow home, but so I didn't get no special trips on the way back. But and I hmm. ditched him on the side of the road. He broke yeah, down did. out of Tucson, and I was like, "Here's some snacks. Here's some. <laughs> here's some stuff I can't talk about." And see you later, buddy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, pretty well how it happened. I watched a wreck just sitting there on the side of the road after that too. That was pretty crazy. First wreck I've ever seen in my life. A bad one? Uh, nah, it wasn't too bad. Oh, okay. All right. Let's hold our thoughts for a second. Let's see if I can figure this out. I got to share the screen first. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, here we go. Ready? 21 entries. Can you see oh, it? I hope I win. Okay, this is for Aurora sticker. Mad Sloper. I think he just came in. Yeah, I see him in all of them. I'll get your information from you later. Uh, Heather Kent, how long have you been flying? Uh... I've been flying solid since 2015 as far as like anything. I got my sport pilot's license started in 2015, got it in 2016. And then I had a uh, experimental CGS Hawk. It's like a single seater tube and fabric type airplane. I flew it for about a year. And so then me and my buddy, we bought a Piper Cherokee after that to get our privates in and he ended up not digging it as much. He got his license, but after the, afterwards, I think he did like one flight or something like that. And I was flying it all the time and I just, I felt bad. So we sold that and I traded my first airplane for a, a black hot quad with a fresh breeze on it. <laughs> Didn't do quite enough research. Got a couple wings that, did not pass inspection. So I kind of got ripped off on that first one. But uh, after that, yeah, I just I found paramotoring again. I'd seen it probably about 2013 when I was looking for like the cheapest way to fly. And uh, I just could not get myself to trust it or anything. It, it wasn't out there like it is now. So that's how I got into the airplanes and stuff. But of course, I found the Tuck Got videos. It was over from there. 
I wasted ten thousand dollars on my private license just to go fly paramotors, but <laughs> <laughs> and you said you do have your private now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Steve, you got any questions? So I think one of his best stories I've ever heard is when he had a a motor out in Salton Sea last year. <laughs> if you wanted to share that, Aaron. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> yeah, it was a. Uh, it was really my first cross country. Uh, I hadn't been flying very long before that. Oh, can I uh, give a little context first? So, sure. for those that are unfamiliar, Salton Sea is on the southern tip of California. It is a man-made, uh, uh, man-made disaster of a, a lake that's sixteen miles wide and fifty miles long, and it's just polluted. It, you think there's sand out there. It's really just dust and fish bones. You feel like you're on another planet, kind of surrounded by canyons. And on the other side of where we fly, there's even like a makeshift city. Like it's like really a lawless, like almost like third world type of area. It, it's just, it's absolutely crazy. Wikipedia, Salton Sea and Slab City and things like that. It's, it's just crazy. And this guy went to places he probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh like i said it was, it was my first cross country so i wasn't good at preparing for them very well <laughs> so we we went out it was me keith smith and nick fizikas we went to the southern tip of salton sea and flew over the awesome orange fields and everything there's like it's ag agriculture in the middle of nothing and barren wasteland then at each end you have uh, just awesome farms and stuff. But so we were headed back and it, it was the first flight I had ever had with my 2D steering in. So you're steering like this side to side, right? And I jammed my kill switch into my riser about, I don't know, 75 feet off the ground. Wasn't enough time to think about restarting or anything like that. So I picked a spot out and I landed. It was all good. And I laid out and I tried to take off again. And uh, I, I I got picked up. I was probably crosswind a little bit or something like that. And my wing got shifted. And I popped my ankle. That, that ended it. Like I got a foot off the ground. And I got dropped. Popped my ankle. I was going to lay out again. But it was just getting too dark and all that stuff. So I got a hold of my buddy, which had flown 50 feet above my head. 15 minutes earlier he didn't even know i had an engine out i was all laid out and everything i don't know so i guess not everybody pays attention to their surroundings but <laughs> uh so i get a hold of him and he's gonna come get me in his truck i'm just out in the middle of nothing nothing so he, the gps says there's a road he tries to follow the road gets hung up immediately and encounters like border patrol, border patrol and everything. They're out there with like a, a heat sensing camera system or whatever. So at that point, I realized I was pretty screwed. So I just bundled up my wing and set it beside my paramotor, pinned it, and started walking towards his GPS point pretty much. It was completely dark. I had like 20% on my battery no water <laughs> uh 
no lighter, anything. Totally unprepared. So I just keep following the lights on the horizon, walking through the desert for seven miles or something like that. And uh, coyotes around me and everything. I'm going along and I, I use my phone because I see a sign in like the starlight or whatever. I go up to it and it says something about a unexploded bomb ordinance area. <laughs> Do not walk, whatever. So I'm, I'm in a naval base where they used to drop. Uh, they were fake nuclear bombs with actual nuclear material in the center of it. So everything's radioactive out there. and <clears throat> You're just not ever supposed to be there. But eventually I did get out. Josh Bowden and uh, a couple guys from Midwest Parajet came got me. Got Nick out of the sand. But as soon as I got to them, I had to ride on a a side-by-side -side back to my stuff and didn't get back to my uh, camper till about 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much that story. Wow. Um, Wendy's got a question. Where's Aaron's favorite PPG place to fly? Scariest PPG time. Uh, favorite place to fly so far i would say really i mean the southwest is awesome it's pretty uh it can get kind of wild at times though so i'd say just galveston really is my favorite so far uh it's packed the sand's packed i went to florida in february after i had a 2200 tow home from tucson to missouri then i rode back to tucson drove to florida right after that and uh, the sand is so deep down there. And I ended up, my last flight there was almost probably my last flight. <laughs> I had at least about 40 pounds of sand in my wing. Oh, and I geez. was flying when I realized it. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's something to always check. That's kind of like me with uh, snow. <laughs> So, Wendy says, I think we just heard is the scariest one, but uh, <laughs> you and I, uh, we weren't together at the time, but we did it the same day. We flew over the open pit copper mine in action in Arizona, Yeah, and uh, you had a pretty good time with that one. Yeah. Don't ever go downwind of that, it turns out. <laughs> there's like a, there's a big wave on the back side of it, because the... Uh, the wind will drop down into the mine and it comes out the other side and makes a wave. I don't know if you can hear my dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, So uh, there's a wave on the backside and I hit it going downwind. And that was, that was probably my scariest moment just because I didn't know what my wing was doing and I wasn't prepared for it at all. But yeah, I, I, that's probably my scariest moment. Did you say you took a frontal on that one? Uh, no, I, it, it surged back as far as that wing could surge back and it just held it for, it felt like forever. It was probably five seconds. And then whenever it released, my wing surged forward and I just, I buried my brakes to my butt and that's all I could do. And it stopped it. But it was kind of funny. The same thing pretty much happened to me, but I didn't get hit as hard as you, but I was up there thinking about stuff like, Oh, I want to cruise around the edge of this mine. <clears throat> but it was windy out, so I was like, okay, what direction do I want to do it? But my mind was backwards, 
and I chose the wrong side. And then I was like, oh, oh, heck no, I got to climb out of this stuff. But I didn't get blasted as hard as you did. Right. I mean, the desert's just turbulent in general. I mean, there's a. Uh, the sand doesn't like to hold heat. There's thinner out there. You're higher up, but well, and not in all the places. But when we're at Saltmore, I think we're at 400 below sea level, something like that. But I think at other places we're flying as high as 3,000. Okay, um, Steve Clark's got a question. Just curious, how do you like your fresh breeze? I didn't. I didn't ever fly it. It was the like best version you could get, but it definitely not for me. It, okay. it's, it weighed it weighed the same as the next frame I got the power to fly, but just the way it's built, it hangs so far up your back that it, it really has a lot of leverage against you. Oh my god! Did your dog just oh. figure out you were in the truck? <laughs> I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> <laughs> Steve if you want to read that one Shane Shane says my best safety purchase so far was my sky flare strobes even during the day they could be seen GNA come in really handy when I land in a forest someday soon <laughs> and Aaron you're, the area you fly in Missouri you're pretty much just surrounded by non-stop forests ain't it Oh man, yeah. Like as soon as you get above your tree line, all you see is mountains around you and very, very few outs. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, because you're live a lot and I'll I'll end up watching you. But I guess I've only like <clears throat> flown next to you a few times, but like what's your if you had an open area where you could do wherever the heck you want, what's the type of flying you like to do? Because everybody's a little different. Like for me, I like having a story, like I like going up high quick and then come down, screw around low or, and then get some cornrows or do this and then come in for a foot drag. And I'm pretty, but everybody's basic. a little different. Yeah. I'm pretty basic. Uh, I like to swing around, try to think that I'm doing some type of a low grade wing over or whatever, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm still, I don't, I don't fly enough consistently to build up any real skill, but I just enjoy it, you know? Yeah. So you just go out and cruise around? Yeah, for the most part. What's your longest flight? Or what's your average flight? Oh, my average is probably 45 minutes. My longest is two hours, maybe. Hmm. Okay. Do you have a lot of people in your area that you fly with? Or not really? Uh, we, we used to. Uh, one of my buddies... He was the main uh, place we flew. He kept up on his property or whatever. And uh, he bought a Cessna this past year, so he hasn't really been into the PPG so much. And my van had been broke down, and that's like my main way to get my paramotor around. So I haven't really got to fly a whole lot since the Southwest Florida trip. I think I flew five times at home and five times at EFT since then. Okay. Shane, Shane wants to know, you fly in the cold. No. 
got a flight I invited suit. them up here. <laughs> I think the coldest I've ever flown is like uh, 55. Oh, boy. <laughs> when it gets that cold, I, I leave. I just go somewhere. I fly way more when I'm out and about than I do when I'm at home. So I like to take just really long trips. Sometimes I'll stay out two months just flying. Travis DuPont says, has he ever went down in the trees? And if you ever watch his Facebook live, that's why he's flying so high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely never landed in the trees yet. Uh, plan on not doing that ever, but we'll see. <laughs> it's definitely a possibility around here. I do catch myself at times where I'm like, if I had a motor out, I don't think I'm going to make it anywhere, but. Bill H is asking if you're going to attend Kyle O's para party this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think That's a couple of us like are. Yeah. Steve plans on attending that one. And I think uh, me and him and Josh Perry are going to go down to Galveston after that. So yeah. Oh boy. It's the, the three amigos, huh? Para amigos. Para amigos. It's going to be the last adventure of the year. Wendy's asking, where did Aaron learn to fly? I learned with Kylo. Oh, I had okay. uh, I had watched videos for probably two years or whatever before I actually decided to get into it. But uh, yeah, by the time that I got around to it, that was the guy to go to. We matched the best. I could tell. Oh, yeah. Here's a good one from Shane. He says, I'm thinking the trees won't be so bad. It's getting out of them and walking back to civilization. <laughs> exactly. He didn't read his full comment. No, I wonder why. I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's do another share screen. See if I can figure this thing out a little bit quicker. Probably not. So as you guys make comments in the chat, um, go draw again. Maybe I'll win. Are you oh, kidding? Yeah. <laughs> Matt Sloper, do you want a second one? I can give you one of mine, or if you want to pass, it's up to you. You can get one of mine. Yeah. You want to give him one of yours? <laughs> I could. Okay. I got one of Steve's right here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the frog. All right, let's wait a little bit, and we'll go back. Um, Spin again, he says. Okay, hey, guys, mute me for just a second while you're spinning that. Yep. Go for it. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> All right, here we go. Come on, big money. Big money. Mm -hmm. Cat girl's in there. Heather Kent, congrats. You know, I once got in an argument with a guy at the roulette wheel over what he considered was an odd number. He's lucky he's cute. 
You got Aww. a new puppy. His name's Bad Puppy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was his name for about two and a half months before I could figure out one. His name's Goose. <laughs> so Aaron's got the hookup for us uh, here next year because if you ever met him, he lives and drives in a van that has like 500,000 miles. It's freaking crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. It, break, it breaks now, down. I mean, you know, every once in he a while. Just, he just bought something new. Yeah. Oh, my bus. Yeah. Yeah, that's the result of the uh, end of the whole Southwest Florida trip on the on the way back from Florida. I rode in an MCI bus, and it was pretty stinking sweet. So I was the van was broke down, and I saw one for cheap enough, and I went and bought it in Tennessee, about four hours away. I had to go down there five times to re replace the clutch and everything. And I finally, I finally got it back home though. <laughs> Copay wants to know: Is it a van down by the river? <laughs> <laughs> Sometime. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's been a lot of places. <laughs> oh, and justin weaver williamsport windwalker he wanted to know where wheezy was and she's a little under the weather so she's taken tonight off so justin must have missed that part so um what oh you guys got any other questions i want to learn a little bit about your general aviation what got you into that oh i don't know i've always wanted to fly uh when I was eight, my dad took me to the airport. We have this like Moses Austin festival. It's the founder of our town or whatever. And there was a parade and the ultralights would come fly over. I'd always want to go out there and see him. And he took me out there and some guy gave me a ride in this experimental with no floor. Like his brakes were his feet. <laughs> but I was eight years old and like he, he took me up and let me fly it. So ever since then I was hooked and I had to figure out some way, but it was I was, I think I was 27 by the time I could actually afford to figure that out. Started flying a uh, Remos GX for my sport license in 2015. Okay. It's an awesome airplane. How, so, how was the sport license? How was that with training and reading and studying? It's pretty easy. Uh, the, the ground school can be as complicated or as easy as you make it like you can go to a class you can do it by yourself with just like books or whatever but i went the cheap easy route and got like the 99 dollar online ground school from glime and you don't have any choice but to pass pretty much after you're done with that they just kind of beat the current answers in the test books into your head so uh so that, that stuff was pretty easy. I think I had my written done by the time I even had my first lesson. But wow. then from there, it only took me 24 hours and I was done with my check ride. That was the lowest time student the school had had. <laughs> and I felt so, like it too. <laughs> <laughs> so how many flights do you have under your belt now? As far as GA, I have probably 200-something hours. Wow. Um, Jeez. But, like, I, I, that's not growing right now, so. Right. But you did say that you've got two other planes, but they're just two hours away from you that you got to get put together? 
Yeah. Uh, last year I had a buddy. So my first ever flying buddy, his name was Dean Warner. I met him out there at that airport. And from the moment you met this guy, you know, you knew that his flying style was death with it, death wishish, you know, like that, that's kind of how he wanted to go out or something. But, uh, so I, he was my, he was there for my very first flight in my first airplane that I did after four lessons and I didn't have a sign off or anything. I just went, I, it was the first time I'd landed an airplane. I went home and I hopped in my airplane and I took off. <laughs> that was kind of dangerous, but, um, yeah, he was there to watch that. So he he died in in a quicksilver doing loop de loops, which is definitely not an approved maneuver. <laughs> His wing broke off, and it, it was a bad deal. But so oh, he was partners in a couple other ultralights. And after that happened, he didn't want to fly, and they just kind of sat around his house for a while. And he offered me a deal I couldn't really refuse. So. I, I took it, and, but I haven't done anything with them. I took them to my buddy Keith's house up in Illinois, and that's where they sit. Okay. Kind of unfortunate. All the people, like, the, the dangerous side of everything we do, you know? It, it's unfortunate. I've, we've seen a lot of things, even me and Steve, you know? But it's, it's weird to lose so many people over it. So uh, anybody in your area knows of any open hangers available, please let Aaron know. Yes. <laughs> so he doesn't need a distraction. Place. Just sell sell that stuff and get yourself a factory R and a new wing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Ron Terrain was interested in it, so I'm going to take some pictures and send them to him. So. Yeah. Do it. Put it towards your bus so I can get a free ride. Yeah. 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 What, what are the what are the planes that you have? Uh, they're single seat Quicksilver MXs. They have five oh threes. Like they're really nice airplanes. But all the engines are freshly rebuilt and everything. But I just I'm I'm not into the ultralight stuff right now. As yeah. far as fixed wing, hmm. no cockpit, no glory. <laughs> Who needs cockpit? Yeah. Oh. Heather Kent is saying, what's your next goal in the sport? Next goal? Uh, I've ran out of goals, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've attacked everything so hard that I've wanted to do in life that it's, I find myself kind of uh, bored and don't know, even know where to go next. So we'll see. It's depressing, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. Which leads me to a question I was going to ask. What are we going to do next year? Where are we going to go? I want to go Washington Way. Me too. Yay. I I think that should probably happen next year. North of it's perfect for us because we could easily slide through Utah. Hit oh, it, yeah. Come back to Utah. And then it'd be perfect. Uh, there was some flying up in Washington I think last week it was a lake. I can't remember what lake it was. You remember? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Dimitri with Iris. Uh, I can't pronounce. I don't remember the name of it, but they had a sort of a mini flying in a beautiful area. Oh, man. That lake is Washington. It was supposed to be a little bit. It was supposed to be advanced, but 
Uh, there's there's plenty cool. of spaces to run into problems. It looked like, but man, the beauty. Yeah. Eric says That's it's Lake Moses. Area. Lake Moses, yeah. Yeah. Jr. Paramotor finally made it. He hurried up and got done with work. So, That's a working machine. He is. <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Let's. So, Heather, I think we're gonna go with the Aurora PPG sticker for you, and we'll go with a Paramotor Girl Flamingo one right now. How about that? See if we can get this going. Okay, here we go. I need some sound effects to it. Wendy the Explorer. <laughs> Just tell me to make the sound effects. I'll chug a bunch of beer. I'll store beer. Rigged, Travis says. <laughs> Come on, Travis. It means you got to put some more comments in the chat so you can get on the spinny wheel. All right. So, um, where's your next location that you plan to go? Oh, yeah. Um, down to Louisiana with, at Kyle's and Gals. Oh, and, and that's yeah. the Thanksgiving or Black Friday? Yeah. I, I was thinking about leaving before Steve. And then going down there for my birthday at the beginning of November, and then coming up for pair party, collecting Steve and Josh, then going back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it works out like that or not. I don't know. Nice. How many does uh, Kyle usually get to show up there? I know Deweese and Randy were talking; they were going to go. Yeah, I saw them there last year. Yep. Uh, it, it really varies. I would say somewhere around 30, 40. Perfect amount. Year before last was a little bit bigger, but it, it's, it's mainly cool just kids. His, yeah, it's mainly just his students. Like there are other people yeah. that show up, but it's mainly just for his students. Okay, I know that first year we got into this sport, we thought about dragging down, but then we thought, huh, we've got kids, we should probably <laughs> do a holiday with them. Yeah. <laughs> God, so. Every time I drink out of this cup, I go invisible. <laughs> like it's it's my mermaid scale one too. That's hilarious. It's wild. I wish that worked in real life. Like I'm drinking an open <laughs> container on the streets. Just disappeared. Find me, officer. Yeah. <laughs> Coco wants to say hi. Yeah. Me nuts. All right. So um any other questions in the chat? I'm looking. Steve, you got any? Or Aaron, uh, you got any other stories to tell us? I don't know. Not, not that I can think of right off the Did top. Did you of ever head. consider coming up to Wisconsin to fly oh, yeah. at our Wisconsin, fly -in? Yeah, I would have been there this year, but like I said, my van broke down, threw me all off. I was yeah. supposed to be going to Moonshiners and all of them, you know. Take burdens, miss that. Miss Bad I need Apple. to have you uh, help me tie my 2D steering. Oh, you ready, huh? 
Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> It'll definitely make it feel a lot better. Is it that big of a difference? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it makes you feel like you have a lot more control, especially really? uh, yeah, when, you, when you're trimmed out and you're not using your brakes as much. You're just using your side to side. It, it really feels like you're on rails. How does the side to side movements work exactly? Um, it, it's just the way they have it set up to the wingtip. And whenever you're going to the side to side, it's just pulling down the, the rear corner on the edges instead mm -hmm. of the actual back of the wing. So it's not, it's not giving you any lift or anything like that. It's just drag. So when you pull up and down, does that do yeah, that, anything that, that, with the 2D working, or? Oh yeah, that's working your brake just like normal, you know. But then whenever you go to side to side, you're not using your brakes. You're not def deflecting air with the back of your wing. Oh. You're only using the very outside wing tips, and they just they just kind of curl in and catch air. Heather is saying, yep, she's going to need much more vacation time to get to all these events. Yep. <laughs> and there's a lot of events, yeah. You will drain your vacation. <laughs> if you just went to all these little fly-ins around, you know, the country, I, I, th I think you could finish out a solid year and not have to worry about a campground or anything. <laughs> um, let's see. Shane Shane says Wisconsin's awesome three months a year yep I'll agree <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds about like Missouri but whenever it feels good it's crap for flying oh yeah yeah Linda's saying give us a thumbs up if you can and if you don't like it so what I mean just give us a thumb um Bill H is asking how many in the chat trained with Kyle O Say me, me, me if you did. Yeah, I'm going to have to really get him because he didn't show up to EFD. So I got to buy more <laughs> fighting cock bourbon. <laughs> Man, that's gross. Nick agrees 2Ds is, is crazy good. Oh, yeah. So, and Copay wants to know, is 2D basically like tip steering? Yeah, it's tip steering just actually tied in so you don't have to stow your brakes and grab your separate uh, handles for the wingtip steering. It's just all tied into one. Bless you. I didn't mute. <laughs> and Eric just told Shane, no, two months, and then the other one's infested with mosquitoes. Yep, I'll agree with that too. <laughs> so I want to say hi to Jen C in here, Travis, Jr. It came in a little bit late. Thank you guys all for coming in. Um, Wendy, are you still doing good down there? Put a comment in. So I want to show you a little bit also um, on Aurora PPG, if we can just briefly talk about that. So there's a pre-flight campaign you, you can... Um, um, go to this. Boy, I thought I had the page pulled up, but you can scan that now if you want. And for 
the states that are accepting donations to help out. And did that show anything? Yeah. Yeah. It did. Okay. Here's the Aurora PPG. So it's aurorappg.org. And Susan's got a really cool page pulled up with the mission and the programs, training scholarships that they're going to start, youth education, and the community. And even for a newsletter, will be coming in the future. And getting connected, upcoming events, stay tuned. And merchandise. So I don't know if you guys... I purchased um, the coffee mug, and Eric and I both have the T-shirt. You guys can wear those. Ooh, they got too. women's fit. Nice, <laughs> perfect. I am spending my money right now. Sweet logo. <laughs> yeah. So Wendy said these uh, holographic stickers are pretty cool. So. So yep. Check it out when you have. We'd appreciate it. And afterwards, also, um, if Aaron's willing to stick around, I think for a few minutes, if you guys want to say hi to him. And Shane is saying, how many hours we get each year? Uh, I mean, typically fifty to sixty. Uh, this year, it's I'm a little bit behind. I would say I got like 41, but I'm sure I'll make up for that down in Texas. Yeah. It's viable like almost all day, every day. It's, it's awesome. I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a perfect excited. spot. You get to see sharks I'm, and dolphins. and I'm going to bring my three peas. Your what? My three peas. Oh, God. Man, I don't think I ever like rated your van. I don't even know what that looks like. Uh, just uh just you're just, like you're like i'm not showing you <laughs> i'm not showing everybody i live in this thing not anymore but i did for three years i'll tell you that oh so you're like out of it and in your house now yeah how's that feel oh it, it's too much <laughs> yeah yeah it's too much for me too much yeah i was I don't know. I don't need anything. I like sitting in my van and waking up with a different view outside my window every day. It's pretty great. <laughs> You're a simple like, guy, huh? I like small yeah. controlled spaces. Yeah. Like my favorite house was 400 square feet. And it was so know. easy to maintain. And Oh, I thought you were going to yeah. say your tent. <laughs> I enjoy my tent too, except for at uh, Endless Foot Drag, my tent didn't have a rain fly and it wasn't waterproof. So I woke up one morning pretty soaked yeah it was awesome i liked it, it cold that was so weird it went from three days of 100 in kansas and then the very first day of fall it was 62 degrees and rainy yeah mm. like just like flipping a twitch just layer up okay mad slopers got a question so when flying in the south do you have to worry about any bugs in your teeth while flying <laughs> <laughs> I haven't caught any yet. <laughs> so I'm going to say where we trained at one of our fields that we trained at, it was around, and Eric, um, when he was doing his show, he had 
the owner on and he was a pig farmer and it was so hot and that and it the pig farm was on the back 80 and it's like you couldn't wait to get up in the air because the bugs around you and it was so hot it was like july and the smell and it's like you'd just get above the trees and it would be like oh fresh air again <laughs> but yeah dalton's like that pretty badly like uh it, it's kind of bad on the ground sometimes it stinks but if you get up about 100 feet there's just this stagnant dead layer that's one disadvantage of salt it's beautiful but that's why it pays to be a smoker because then you don't <laughs> smell it so bad <laughs> let's see he says i caught a few bugs in the eye no big deal though i got two of them <laughs> bug hated it more than i did <laughs> man there were bug swarms at efd that i was flying into it was freaking gross and yeah, one of the nights I was in my skirt and they were getting up my skirt. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is not comfortable whatsoever. Yeah, that last night it was raining and there was like just it felt like sand or something in the air. I don't know if it was bugs or whatever, but I just kept getting pelted by it. Hmm. Josh Perry got down the first little sprinkle he felt. <laughs> so Clark's video wants to know what's your background? there and what type of radios are those behind you uh one's just a ham radio and the other it, it's a ham radio too but it's a super fancy one it's like a 200 something dollar any tone with the bluetooth push to talk button i've never used it <laughs> everybody uses cena these days and just calls you know yeah and you're a, a carpenter by trade uh, yeah, uh, my dad grew up, when, when I grew up, my dad had the construction company till I was like 20, and then I did some logging, I had a logging business, and then my cousin got really hurt in that, so we decided to not do that anymore, and I became a Boy Scout camp ranger for about four and a half years. That was pretty awesome, that that, that felt like being retired, you, they paid all your bills, gave you a house, all that stuff. <laughs> But they didn't, there was too many camps or something, and they shut that down about four and a half years in. And that's oh. whenever I ended up just traveling. He also wants to know, what's your call sign? a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I don't know if he's a ham radio operator also. No, no, it's all legal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, uh... I got my ham radio license before I had trained and I've never even made a contact on it. Yeah. It's like when we go up, it's easier to do Bluetooth and cell phone. <laughs> Other ones like, to know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, if you're two miles from somebody, it's like, you don't feel like talking. Cause it's like, I don't even feel like I'm in the air with this person. But right. if you're like, you know, Bluetooth, it only works for up to like what a mile or whatever. But like if you're you that close and you're flying one. side by side, it's fun to like tell jokes and yell at each other. So watch, Bluetooth is just watch way easier. Steve drag his cage about 30 feet through the sand. Yeah. <laughs> Trust and, and yell. And, yeah. So Heather wants to know do you do videos on your flights? Uh, yeah. I mean, I used to GoPro everything. And then I, I 
I was at Salt and then I lost all my footage, like 200 gigs or something like that. I, it's not lost. It's just on Nick Bazikas's hard drive that I just can't ever seem to get him to give me my video back. <laughs> so then after that, I just started doing Facebook lives and stuff on my phone. I just mount my phone on my reserve. That's why he just flies with me and then I'm the memory. Yeah. Because <laughs> I videotape everything. Yep. You just got to flip through Steve's Facebook. He posts it all. Yep. And Steve Clark or Clark's videos wants to know if I got any videos of him. Um, you can go to his Facebook page and you can check out because that's where I see that you kind of have some of them in there now, at least. Yeah. yeah. Were you are, were those lives that you did? Uh, yeah, probably. So yeah, you know, kind of um, like what I do. Yeah. yeah, I only did one video on YouTube, and it's it's just like a mix up of the Southwest trip me and Steve did. What's your YouTube channel? Just my name, Aaron okay. I. Aaron I. Okay. So what does your family think of you flying? Do you have uh, any others that are interested in it, or do they think you're crazy? Or Oh, they all think I'm crazy. <laughs> my, it, it's funny because my dad's responsible for all of this, and then he won't get in the airplane with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a bad experience though. Like his buddy had a pipe, a piper like my old one, and he let him fly it. And my dad just like turned the yoke like a steering wheel and sent him into a spin. So it's probably why. But <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. It's like when I go up there, I feel like it's like a little bumper car steering wheel, and I just want to <laughs> like this. Please don't let me touch that thing. <laughs> yep, it, it, very small movements in all actuality. That's yep. what keeps you up there. It's like I got the good little, the little angel here, and I got the devil here, to, and the devil's telling me crank on it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Eric just says I'm not flying with you. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron was actually like one of the first friends I ever made like doing this and it was just kind of cool because like I trained I came home and I was just by myself with a wing for like four months and didn't have any friends and you know, I didn't have a motor I was just waiting but I'd go out to, like kite in a park twice a week and I'd film myself do it and like make really weird jokes and I thought I thought it was nothing like I'd made really really dumb videos <laughs> I just put it on. I'm like, nobody watches this stuff. And I didn't understand that, you know, if you, if you make something and like 200 people watch it and you're like, this is nothing. You go to a fly in and then you realize, oh, wait, every, all the, those 200 people were PBG people. Yeah. They actually know who you are. It's oh, no. Really all those stuff. 200 people are here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so Aaron, like, I was like a couple months into it and he was like one of the guys that was like, following me i didn't know about and like he was like my hundredth subscriber and he's like what do i win for being a number you know 100 <laughs> i was like and at the time all i ever wore on the weekends was parrot shorts and david hasselhoff t-shirts in my videos and stuff i was like i'm gonna buy you a david hasselhoff t-shirt so i mail it to him and then months pass and we meet each other at eft wearing the hasselhoff t-shirts and it was just it's so messed up and weird. Like we're we're just such a weird group, and it's awesome. Then I'm like, oh, that weird guy I met just from making kiting videos. Now I'm gonna travel half the country with and have right. some 
freaking epic adventures it turned from like hey i'm in a park doing forward kiting not even interesting kiting like reverse like nope dead wind forward kiting i'm just running this is me and then i'm just cracking jokes to oh we're freaking flying canyons and copper yeah. mines and doing the epic stuff and having a great time and it's just it's really funny how things just kind of turn out and, and grow it, like it really is man i probably have you, more you, friends out yeah, in the country you, than at home <laughs> you, you plant a little seed and you water it and then it turns into a freaking forest and it, it's just it's so weird to like think back on all that of like where it came from and it wasn't even that long ago you know no no but it seems like lifetime yeah it's crazy so Clark Fidio wants to know if you fly low and slow or just keep it safe and fly high. I do a little and, bit of all of it. I and mean, if you fly with a reserve. I didn't until I think February. I think at our salt and sea trip, I actually took it and put it on my paramotor. <laughs> so I spent, you know, the first 75 flights without any of that. But I wouldn't do anything that I think would call for it. And I was usually probably flying low enough to where it wasn't going to matter anyway. So I think right. the highest I've ever been in my paramotor is 2,000 feet or something like that. That's the highest you've been? Yeah. Okay. I think that's kind of about where I used to hang out and I'm slowly working my way down a little bit more. I, I hang, I've noticed, uh, I, I got gaggle finally or whatever. It's, yep. it's pretty good. Bumble? Pretty good at, yeah. Gaggle. Bubble. <laughs> Bubble. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it, it shows a little bit better. Okay. Shane says flying below reserve height is free, very freeing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the, the place where you want to be. I mean, that's where you feel like you're flying because you have a little bit of reference to everything around you. Yeah. Uh, probably my, my highest flight in my airplane was 7,500, 8,000, somewhere around there. And you feel totally disconnected from the earth. Like, you don't see any detail on the ground. It's just, you're seeing hundreds of square miles at one time. It, it, it's just, I don't know, so much better to be down low. Yep, he says it's weird. 4,000 feet is scarier than 1,000, though it's safer. Sure. Yeah. And I'm scared of heights, and I fly higher, so I don't get it. <laughs> so. I mean, they say height is your friend. Which is true, but if you look at a lot of like the bad things that happened because someone was too low, it's because they were too low and they were cranking and doing stuff that you should only do when you're like at least at like 2000. Sure, but it seems it's like every like, time I, I go high, like if I want to go play or whatever they say, go high, it seems like every time I do that, that uh, I, I lose my reference that I'm used to, you know, of what's around me. And everything just gets a lot more difficult for me. I don't know. It's harder to feel the maneuver. Like you don't you don't hear a lot of stories of like, oh, someone was flying low and oh, a gust front came and balled up their wing and they didn't have time to throw their reserve. You know, it's right. you don't hear that so much. It's more of acrobatics near the ground or 
hitting a power Absolutely. line. Or Any accident I've ever seen has been that person's fault. Yeah. And that's just the truth. Yep. It's called when the people get the cameras out, it's like things go bad. It's been, it's not even the cameras. It's, and it's been from a beginner pilot, brand new to, you know, Chris Holbert, Predator yeah. Paramotor. You know, it just, it doesn't matter who you are. It's just what right. you're doing. And like he, he was wingtip dragging the sand dunes at Glamis and his, his, one of his outside lines caught the top of the dune and just like cut the dune off, ripped the uh, strings out of the glider. And he just slammed in. Hmm. But it, it doesn't matter who you are. It's all in what you're doing. Yeah. So like Shane says, under 500 feet, there's no point in worrying much. If it goes bad, that's pretty much it. And JR wants to know, what's your average flying altitude now? Yeah, probably, probably 500 feet, yeah. Unless it's just a nice day, and then I'm probably never above 100, but. Okay. So, um, I gotta get like, Travis is like having a tizzy fit here and he wants me to spin the wheel again. He, he wants cheese curds. <laughs> He's going to send us boudin and we're oh, going to send him. Oh, don't say that word next to Aaron. No. You, Why? He, he hears boudin and it's like crack. He just goes, come on. We'll put, yep. we'll put my address in the description. <laughs> Everybody feel free to send Boudin cheese curds. He got all mad at me because Sean Hayden fed me Boudin. Because <laughs> he was sleeping. He like, showed up. Where is it? I saw it on your Facebook. Where is it? <laughs> all right. So we got two more Aurora PPG stickers to give away. So here we go. Who's it going to be? DP, I don't know if he's still in the chat or not, but congrats, DP. Let's go one more. Oh, it was meant to be. Oh, That's my goodness. <laughs> okay, it, it, it's rigged here. We're going to try one more. Apparently, he did a lot of chatting. Shane Shane is only 130 pounds. Will you fly a speed wing just to get up in the air? Girl. <clears throat> is that All right, and I'm going to give away one more while you guys are chatting. One of the flamingo stickers. John Wayne. John Wayne. Yeah. Congrats, guys. All right, and then Wendy's oh. got one more. So before we... We got to dance for him. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> I met John Wayne a few times down at Kyle's. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Travis, you didn't win your cheese curd. Sorry, dude. But you got <laughs> one more chance. All right. So, you have anything else, or should we shut down this party? We don't shut down the party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At least not me and Aaron. Yeah. Well, we kind of do. We get a little sleepy and I'll be like, we'll see what we're doing. <laughs> then we'll start it up again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How do we get a hold of you on social media? Uh, just my name everywhere you look. 
<laughs> I know he's on Facebook, and then you said he's, he's on, on MySpace. Yeah, I am on MySpace. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just on Facebook, and like I said, I got one video on YouTube, but mainly Facebook. Oh, and Sean wants to know what your favorite fly-in was and why. Hmm. I mean, the Arizona Flying Circus is crazy. I didn't get to fly there the first year. Uh, something had happened there, like an unfortunate event kind of got me off off kilter there. But last year, I finally got to fly it, and that that place really is awesome. But I, I don't know if I don't know if it's my favorite. Probably just EFD though, because it was my first one, and I guess most sentimental or whatever. Yeah, it's the same thing for me. It's like sentimental. Yeah, but the wildest time is the circus for sure. Okay. And I'm trying to pull up. Um, I'm coming back. If I can find you guys. All right. So I was just going to show your page real quick, if that's okay. Sure. So... You can find my page here. It's got the cool picture here. And next thing, um, we'll do the drawing for Wendy with Weaver Wireless, um, her giveaway that she wanted to do. Um, hopefully she doesn't need, uh, yeah, she's asking, who do I owe that, owe that to? So she's waiting. So I want to show really you real quick. She needs to give away some of her lip gloss. I always like the shades. <laughs> I would take it. So this is what Wendy's talking about. And apparently you can lay your phone on this also as a flat charging. And I used this at her house. It was pretty cool. So it's a pretty neat little contraption there. She's got to send it out because she's got them back home in Pennsylvania. So let me get to the spinny wheel for this prize. And I thank you, oh, Wendy and Susan. For... What? I have to do sound effects and music for this one, right? Okay, yeah. So you don't have that ready? Okay, I'm ready. John Wayne. John Wayne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wendy, it's John Wayne. Congrats, John Wayne. Right. Um, am I missing anything? But please check out um, Susan's uh, hard work that she's been working on for the last few months and go to aurorappg.org and let's help get some women into the skies also into paramotoring. So, um, and I'll go first. You can find me at Jade Lear or Flying Flamingo on Facebook. And if you know anybody or if you're interested in being on the show, guy or gal, kids, um, young and old, please reach out to us. And we'd love to have you on the show and share your story of how you got into the sky or how you want to get into the sky. Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, Flying Flamingo, I think 12 and um what else do i do TikTok once in a while so steve where can we find you 
Well, if you don't find me on there, you'll find me in there. <laughs> yeah. And Aaron, anywhere else that we can find you at? No, probably not. I'm pretty boring as far as social media and video goes. <laughs> okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to just put in the link here if you guys want to come say hi to Aaron in the after show for a few minutes. We said we'd just stick around just briefly because we all want to go to bed. We're tired. We're getting old. It's getting dark early. So it's in there. Thank you all for joining tonight, and we'll see you next week. In the meantime, keep flying safe and say stay warm. Love you guys. Calling you a friend. I love